<laughs> Mrs. Putty Wuddy had a square cut punch. Not a cut punch. A punch cut square, but a square cut punch. <laughs> I had no voice 48 hours ago. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> right click. Woo! Yep, there it is. I just don't look good. my face. Oh, good. <laughs> good Not style. good. Good style. Welcome. Oh, man. Hey, welcome, guys. It's a big shot. Welcome class. to Science Under the Influence, um, <laughs> where we will take lots of alcoholic beverages down our. That's the show. This thing? Yeah, What's that's this? the show. Throat. That's the word. There we go. And then discuss the science topics. We're, we're off to a good start already. It's like you've done this before. It's like I've done this before. <laughs> um, I, am your, I am your co-host Henry. I am joined by your, my fellow co-host. <laughs> Mitch. Mitch. Yeah, we've met before. We've met, we've met before. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Would you like to introduce the guest? Of course I would. And wonderful. we are joined today by our wonderful guest, Helen. Hello. Helen, feel free to tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you want to know? Whatever you want to give. Uh, okay, so I am a nerd for all sorts of things from pop culture, so uh, you know, movies, video games, comics, uh, you name it, um, and of course, science. So when I was younger, basically, I wanted to be David Attenborough, and honestly, that is still a lifelong dream. Uh, but that led me to studying science, but once I realized that I didn't actually want to go into a lifetime of academia, and what I actually like is talking to people about science. I've now pursued a career in science communication. Uh, and also, you know, I'll literally talk to anybody about weird animals any day. So awesome. feel free to ask me stuff. If Amazing. you could be any animal, right? Yeah. What would it be? And why? Oh. Honestly, uh, being a koala would be pretty cool yeah. because koala? I could yeah, sleep choice. most of the day yeah. uh, and just, you know, sleep and eat. Like, that's kind of like a dream of Does mine the higher to do. incidence of chlamydia bother you with koalas or are you all good? Uh, honestly, like, you know, there's, there's ways to treat it. But because of that, <laughs> however, koala, you know, or? that is kind of like off-putting. So also a wombat because mm, wombats wombat. are great. They're like tiny little tanks. Love and it. you know they just they just don't give a crap. Yeah, the other the other day I actually saw a wombat. It was really nice. Saw a wombat leading some people to toilet paper. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I believe you. Yeah, I it, was, you. it was a, it was a very yeah, inspiring yeah. sight. Yeah, you know that wombats they're known as the saints of the Australian bush because yeah. of their benevolent nature. I've read that. That's it. Yeah, yeah. This I've all, read that. They're this like the antithesis out. of the drop bear, so they're like the arch nemesis. Of they're the known drop as bear. the protectors of the um, Australian outback. But if you but the the drop bears alternatively are known as the don't talk about them. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, we're within seeing distance of gum trees. Do you, do you want to lose your face? Yeah, at least. I'm at sorry, least. I'm sorry. All right, so Amateur. what's, what's yeah, the show? Right. What are we doing? Um, the show is gonna come up in a sec, but we need oh, to. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, good. So this we is need... all just preamble. This is all preamble. Yeah, so it's called Science Under this the Influence, ladies influence. and gentlemen. We, yeah. Have I not said that already? I think I said so. the name of the title. Excellent. Um, I was gonna acknowledge our intimate live crowd as always. Yeah, yeah. We've got a live crowd uh, here. Say hi, everyone. Hi. Look at that. And we're probably gonna throw things to them. Not like literal physical things. Yeah. We're gonna throw up yeah, questions. We'll see when the next Okay, goes. fair enough. And with that in mind, I think, Mitch, are you ready? I'm ready. Helen, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I think we should get started with the first game of the evening. 
And we start, as we always do, with just the headlines. Just the headlines. This is the one that will set ourselves off the rest of the evening in terms of levels of intoxication. Mm-hmm. Uh, premise is pretty simple. We've all prepared three headlines from some time in the last month in science history. They're either word for word completely true or absolutely false. Made up. Yep. We're going to go clockwise. We're each going to say our headline. The other two must guess if the headline is true or if it's not. For each correct guess, the person who offered the headline loses a point, we start in the negatives, and must take a shot. Mm. Which means there is a chance that we take six shots to start the evening. Yeah, Welcome okay. to the game, Helen. Welcome to the game. I think last episode I did five? Yeah. Yeah, I listened back and I thought that. I'm not ready. Oof. Yeah, it's oh. tough. Alright, guess um, goes first. Guess goes first, Helen. First headline. Throw us your headline. <laughs> okay, here's the headline. Here's the headline. Plants don't have feelings and aren't conscious, a biologist argues. <laughs> Mm. We can't ask questions. We can't ask anything about this. No, that, that's not this segment, right? Yeah. So, oh man, I think this might be bullshit. But I, I can see myself being that biologist, just staring shit, right? Like this many decades of yeah. No, there's never been shit. any biologist who said anything controversial. <laughs> Henry, no, it's bullshit. I think it's true. Is it true or false, Helen? It's true. Woo! Which means, no, you don't take anything. You only take one shot and not two, and you are negative one points. Yeah. What a time. What a time. Is it my one? It's your one, Mitch. Horrendous video shows vets pulling a whole beach towel out of a live python. Oh, yeah, that's that's gotta be true. That's true. Fucking. There you go. I feel like I read that one. (laughs) Take one and take another. Brilliant start by Mitch. Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. I should mention, I, I mentioned this before we went on air, but um, Mitch and I are shotting this Captain up. Morgan's bottle. Uh, it's not oh. one full bottle. It's a bottle filled with three different half-empty Captain Morgan's bottles from the last five I'm years. I'm going to bleep out the brand name and just replace it with me saying paint thinner directly. <laughs> Perfect. That'll work. Oh, that'll it's work. not good. Whatever we like... can do to increase Mitch's editing hmm. time so he doesn't spend any with his kid. Um... Yep. <laughs> Here's my headline. US Navy robot submarine would be able to kill without human control. True. True. Ugh. Why are you drinking? <laughs> that's his second Oh, one. that's his second? Oh, yeah. shit. It's so bad. <laughs> it's like he just gave up. Like, he was like, oh, no, I'm wrong. Oh. No, you guys are both right. Tell that, us about your submarine that's life. A tr- I will tell you. No, it's, it's a true story. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a true story. Sweet, I won. Yeah, you... No more drinking? <laughs> no, that's not how this works. Great. Helen? Okay. I want to see Henry take a shot. I'll take two. Oh, yeah, two. True. Yeah, two of Account- these. I'm about accountability, all right? <laughs> that's fair. Good. Somebody needs to sort him out. Wow. Oh, that is... Oh, shit. It's, oh, there How bad is it? How bad oh, is no. it? How bad is oh, it? I was fine, and then I wasn't. Oh, no. Now, Henry, we're all on team science under the influence here. <laughs> all right, you ready for your next headline? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Climate change made the Arctic greener. Now, parts of it are turning brown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. I've seen Sky News as well. That's true. Um, yeah, that's, that sounds pretty true. That's definitely true. Yeah. I yes. believe it. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <coughs> Mm. Uh, now that it's brown, though, it gets some people afraid, and they might do something about it. So, uh, mm. wean swings and roundabouts. Yeah, I don't true. know. Let's cycle. Take the winds where you can. That's it. Here's my next one. Go on. Some people can make a roaring sound in their ears just by tensing a muscle. True. true. Yeah, fair. 
Yeah. Well, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's true. If you, it's been, so a, very, it's been a very boring You can do this at home as well. Some this is like an amazing, thing. amazing for radio. The muscle's called that? tensor yeah. tympani. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> so some people use it apparently to avoid movie spoilers, right? So oh. I'll give a bit of a demo here. Oh, so what you got to do really? is, I mean, you know how to do it. So I'm teaching you how to suck eggs. But for other people, <laughs> if you want to find out if it's real, <laughs> yeah. then you like scrunch up your face really tight. And you like have to kind of, I don't know how it works. Yeah, we just made, you, I can't do it. We just made you all do a stupid face. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get yeah. stitched. So this is like oh. super good for radio. Everyone can see exactly what's going on. Yeah, it's so Crunch good. your eyes up really tight and your whole face and then like suck your neck in. I don't know how to explain it. Henry, what's your headline? <laughs> <laughs> um, Mitch can't explain simple science concept. No. True. Um, <laughs> following an investigation just more into, sorry. <sighs> Let's try that again. Fake. <laughs> Following an investigation into snail populations, chocolate-covered escargot has been offered as an Easter egg alternative in France. Whoa, that's... (sighs) I hate this alcohol so much. (laughs) I'm gonna call bullshit. Alright, fake. You're both calling bullshit? I'll go with you, huh? Yeah, okay, that's fine. Yes! Yes! (laughs) It's so bad. I know! I know! It's like petrol and like... My, my sole goal right now is just to make Henry drink. Wow. <laughs> that should be the... Oh, oh, man. That should be the name of the show. Actually, it's true. Ellen, you have, I, I've known you for what, like a decade make now? Henry drink. A very long time. And, and I, I have not... Neither one of us has seen the other intoxicated. And you, you won't. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> the All right. we're going. All right, so... We got... Yeah, go me ahead. for my final headline. Yeah. Oh, God. Can I still read my writing? All right, <clears throat> Australia's first public stool bank is paying people to donate donate their poo for fecal transplant. True. True. It is true. I yeah. sent mine in the other day. <laughs> 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 Gotta get that money. Honestly, get that poo money. It, it, it's actually like helping a lot of people. So, you know, as ridiculous as it sounds, I'm just gonna pour two shots into one glass because I feel like this is, Shot glass is big enough. All right, okay. with everyone as my witness. That's, that's actually, yeah, that's, that's not bad. Shots. That's good. That's two shots. You can take that. that's two shots. All right, here's my last one. Oh. Wow. Oh. Oh. It's all right, so you. I'm getting through it very quickly though. <laughs> <laughs> so, crack open the cider. Go on. Wild video of sloth giving birth shows baby bungee jumping with umbilical cord. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so what's just happened was Helen and I were gesturing about whether or not we should open a can of cider and then we both kind of turned at the same time to hear the last part of that sentence which was baby and umbilical cord or something. Can you say it all again? Yeah, I'll try and say it again. You'll try and say it again. Pretty interesting, yeah. So, wild video of sloth giving birth shows baby bungee jumping with umbilical cord. Okay, see I can believe that actually happening, right? Because sloths are like... They're super lazy, right? So they're not gonna catch it in time if the baby just falls, right? <laughs> so the umbilical cord is still attached. But then if someone's trying to make a clickbait video. You know what? You know what? My my fucking dumbass thought he meant like a human baby was somehow <laughs> was somehow doing that shit while the sloth was giving birth. Like sloth was, midwives. Yeah, I don't, I don't fucking yeah. know, yeah. I mean we've all seen the TV show. <laughs> yeah. It's right after that one with the dogs. I don't know. Oh yeah. It's so dumb that I want to say it's true. I think it's true as well. I hate you both. <laughs> so much. It's so true, but I, I have a video. We'll share it in the show notes. Yeah. It really happens. And bang on, Helen. 
They've nailed it, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's why. Good. Because it's so lazy <laughs> that they can't like catch it, and there are no sloth midwives. No midwives in the jungle. Everyone's heard that. Yeah. Of course. So then they're like, just hanging. Yeah. And then they just <laughs> that's it, and they got to reach down, and in that time. Bungee time. That's what it's <laughs> I'm basically thinking of like, you know how pandas, right? Pandas, they're super lazy, super bad at just like literally everything. Yep. Worst animals in the world. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah. so, we love them, but. Yeah, like. I don't. Okay. Uh, they're honestly you, most useless animal, but they, I mean, they, look, I'll give them the cute. They're cute. They're but. Cute. That's a use. I feel like, the, <laughs> but I feel like the sloth is basically like the, the arboreal, like long-armed version long -armed of it. Long-armed panda. Yeah. Yeah. Long arm to its friends. That's it. Yeah. What's your last? No, I'll finish this off. I hate this. <laughs> Plants. Plants? That's Plants? It. Plants have evolved forgetfulness to wipe out memory of stress. Forgetfulness? Forget. Sorry? What did you say? Forgetfulness? Oh, forgetfulness. Oh. Oh, did you all not hear that properly? Oh, no. that smells on me. Sorry. Okay. I thought Mitch was a fucking idiot, Can but you no. Repeat the, okay. repeat the headline, please. Plants have evolved forgetfulness <laughs> to wipe out memory mm. of stress. I'll say it again. Plants have evolved okay. forgetfulness to wipe out memory so of stress. I reckon that, that is a true headline. However, it's because they're trying to use it as clickbait because they're trying to play into the whole like uh, mm. neurobotany thing, which some people are trying to make a thing. So what, what what is your answer? Because Mitch has said it's, it's a, false. I think it's a real headline. You think it's a you think it's real? No, I think right. it's a real headline. Okay, okay. Oh, <laughs> what are the warning points? After the what are the warning bonus points here? For like well, the headline is real, but like, science is <laughs> bullshit. Let's get him. Let's get him. Yeah, and you're a botanist. You're on notice. <laughs> um, well, like by by technicality, Helen's right, but it is a real headline. Like it's not a clickbait headline. It's a real headline. It's, it, it, a, it's, it's a, a real, real piece headline, of academia. They, they try to use it. Okay, so this is actually where my headline, the whole plants don't have feelings and aren't conscious of biologists, argues is <coughs> biologists getting angry at like these neurobotanists saying like, oh yeah, plants have conscious thought and feelings and do all these things. Oh no, this was something that is done at the Australian National University. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Some plants have evolved long-term memory and stuff like that. What do they define as memory, though? I. This is a headline. This isn't my main story. Okay. I thought of you to think I read more than the first. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. This is 2020. Nobody reads here. For more information, please check the link below. Yeah. That's it. It's in the show notes. Great. I'll take mine one shot. What a round. Who's losing, Henry? Oh Jesus, we're all losing. Uh, I'm um, definitely losing. I think I'm losing the least. You and me are both losing the least. We're Snitch is sitting on negative six and Helen and I are both on negative five. Got him. This is going to be a long evening. I'm okay with this. This is going to be a long, long evening. Correct. Okay. Okay. What's that sound? What is that sound, Mitch? So that's the next round. Good. What's that sound? What is that sound, Mitch? Can I just point out, please? I'm yeah. really sorry. I'm really dis- I'm, I just want to express my disappointment when I found out what <laughs> oh, this segment okay. was called. I can't believe what you didn't going go on? with this is the sound of science. Oh, <laughs> shit. No, what? Oh, cut. Cut. Hang shit. on, cut. <laughs> Welcome to the sound of science. <laughs> We've got Hello. a jingle, too. Hello, darkness, my old friend. We're going to copyright it for that? Oh, for sure. Yeah, oh, keep going. Okay. <laughs> no. We 
come to hear you again. This is the sound of science. That's awesome. <laughs> we saved it. Last time we saved it. We're good. It's going to be all right. Yeah, that's always been the It's going to be okay. Segment. Sorry, Simon. So, <laughs> and or Garfunkel. Here's how it works, right? Yeah. We each are going to play each other a sound. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And then the other people have to try and guess what it is. Oh, good. But because that that's sound? pretty tricky. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It's not what that sound, Henry. Sorry, no, it's the sound. Right, so because that's fairly hard to do, mm -hmm. if you do it, mm -hmm. you get five points. Good. Good stuff. Good stuff. Right. Helen sound first, I believe. Mm -hmm. This okay. will get edited into the actual yeah, production. Share link, so, so you don't just, need to worry too yeah. much, but we can play it for us. Oh, yeah. Again. 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 No, no, no again. Alright. Alright. My guess is it's some sort of AI program thing. Like it's trying to learn how to speak. It's trying to learn how to say like, I love you or something. Like it's trying to, it's getting there, you know? Don't answer just yet because i got to keep on as well. Yeah, Henry's got to guess it. Um, I think it's just some boring animal. I, I gotta be more specific than this, and I think we should note, um, you can choose how accurate the answer has to be, right? Like, if it's something that's not at all gonna be guessed, if we're close, you can give us the five for that. But saying it's just an animal, if it is, is not gonna be close enough. So, I'm gonna say it's a... It's a... <laughs> it's a sad pig. So, Henry... Yes, Helen. You are... Yes. ...so wrong. Good. <laughs> Mitch, however, you are sort of on the right track. Got him. So this is a recreation of a 3,000-year-old Egyptian larynx. mummy. Larynx, larynx. The wow. mummy's larynx. They 3D yeah. printed they th it. They yes. scanned it and they tried to yes. recreate the sound of it. So it's a 3,000-year-old mummy. They believe it's a some sort of priest. Right, out of, out of, out five, of five points, how, how many are you, you going to give me? Yeah. To beat three. Henry. Three. Three. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Feeling generous. That's not bad. Master has given Dobby a sock. Congratulations. <laughs> no. Um, three points. Three points. Three points is yeah. That's a not sock a full is too sock. good. That's if like that's, that's, that's true. like this is like one of those weird toe shoes. That's fine. I can work with it. Okay. Um, is it your one or mine? No, it's, it's your. Oh, it's my one. It's your okay. one. Okay. All right. Here we go. I'm ready. We're ready. I can see your screen. Oh. Dropping something down an ice core shaft. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I think it is, Mitch? <laughs> you know what I think it is? What I meant to say was, yeah, 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 they all say that. <laughs> they all say that. I think it is. Everyone always says that. Whenever I play a sound, they say, oh, that's an ice core shaft. <laughs> I think it might be when, oh, hang on. Yeah, when people are dropping something. <laughs> Down a crevice? No. You know, if, I both give, if I give you both five, it cancels out. Right. That's not how this works. No. <laughs> I'll take. I'm gonna take three. I'm gonna, right, I'm gonna give three. you three, and that way we're even, Stevens. And Helen gets five. I think yeah, Helen definitely gets five. Yeah, I can, well done. Well I can done. take that. I can take that. Beautiful. 
I was not going to guess anything else. <laughs> that, so thank you, Helen. I have ridden your coattails again. Um, here is my sound. Oh, it stopped. That was it, guys. Um, the sound of Henry failing. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really common sound, so Helen knows. The moment she hears, she's like, oh, there it is. There it is. That's what his parents tell me about all the time. Um, here we go. That will do. Is it the sound of living in a suburb with drone delivery? Is that your actual answer? No. Okay. <laughs> Helen? <laughs> <laughs> You are deep in thought. I'm thinking, thinking about I'm it. I'm thinking about it. This is intense. Ooh. Camping joke here. This is camping. There people. it is. I think it is intense. something that is flying, like an insect or something. Um, maybe slow down, so this way they can I don't know see the, the wing patterns or something. Okay. What, Mitch? <laughs> yep. It's not camping. What do you think this is? Play it again. No. Aww. <laughs> um, uh, I know you love using the crowd as an auxiliary like weapon. I do, yeah. In, okay, your, what weird, you in your weird Batman style. Yeah, what fucking. is it? Um, uh, I saw a video recently of like locusts in the desert that it all grouped together and it sounded very similar. Like, I said animal swine. Locusts in the desert? They're swarm, like flying from bit to bit and they were just like in a pile on the ground. I could be wrong. Locust pile? I Are you both wrong. saying- Any other guesses? Maybe a swarm of hummingbirds. Hummingbird swarm? Are they solid? Hummingbirds wings don't sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come she on! Don't you know? <laughs> don't you know? With great authority. With <laughs> great authority. Hummingbird Amateur hour here in the audience. They don't know a hummingbird sound. <laughs> Nailed it. Alright. Is that it? Is it? Right. Uh, are you both agreeing to like some winged animal doing a thing? Yes. I, yes? Yes. <laughs> Helen's leaf thought again. She doesn't want to go down with Mitch, does she? She's Look. like, yeah, she's yeah. like, oh, Mitch, get off that ship! I, <laughs> I have hitched my trailer to the wrong. Mitch thinks this. Oh shit! I'm happy to be proven wrong, so I'm gonna stick with my my You're original right answer. Show. Okay. Right. You are both too wrong to get any point. Aww. Unfortunately, it was the sound of sand dunes. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> Sandy's heard yeah. in number of locations around the world believed to be caused. Uh, when the wind passing over the dunes uh, past sand grains that are round, but only between a certain diameter. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, uh, Obviously. I, I Look, feel I like just such wanted a... to make you feel better, Henry. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I feel like such a plum. You That's know? it. Round sand. How? Of course it was. <laughs> of course it's round sand. Come on. Every, look, every average schmo knows this, but you know, I just wanted Henry to feel better about himself. He really needs like the self-esteem boost. It's true. <laughs> I am not confident whatsoever. No, but that's actually really fucking sick. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> How do, good. Do you know which sand dunes? Oh, it was the, 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 the clip came from just a collection of different ones around the world. But the sand had to be diameter of 0 0.1, 0.01, I think, to 0.05 millimeters. I want to know how people find this out. Like, is it people who are just traveling in the Have desert? Have you met scientists? And they just hear <laughs> shit? Or did someone just be like, you know what? I want to know what the sand dunes have to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just with a handheld microphone. What do you think, sand dunes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? 
They said, they said what? Cue scientist, but why? <laughs> Back to you in the studio, Al. Thanks. Back to you. All right, and with the end of that round, we have Helen. You've broken even. Congratulations. You are in the lead, sitting at zero oh, points. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, I am on negative two, and Mitch is on negative three. We are slowly getting back in it, <laughs> but probably not. We are here. We are here at the main portion of the show. Science under the influence. I'm assuming the two of you are at a good intoxicated level. How dare you. I'm increasing that level right now. That is brilliant answers from both sides. Let me say the premise a bit slower just so you both can understand what's going on. <clears throat> Each member of the podcast has prepared a science story from the last month. They're going to have five minutes max to explain that story and then face one question from each other person separately. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, they will get one point for being concise <laughs> with the five minutes. The other two agree on whether or not they were concise. And then they get one point each for a correct or good enough answer to the other two questions. Maximum of three points from the section. And Helen, would you like to start us off? Yes, I would. All right, so <laughs> let me tell you a story about this little aquatic creature that lives in a cave. It's called the Olm, L-O-L-M, and they live in these caves, and they've evolved so they don't have any eyes or anything. Uh, and then some scientists decided to study them after finding them in these caves, and we're like, let's just see what they get up to. And uh, what they did is that they injected these uh, little creatures with, uh, like, glow-in-the-dark um, like liquid so this way it lights up in different patterns and over a period of about eight years they actually could recognize these on site because they had these distinctive patterns and they're trying to track the, the movement now the thing with creatures that live in caves is uh and especially like underwater caves and that kind of thing is that there's not a lot of food there's not a lot to go around so basically you try to get what you can or you just try not to expend too much energy so that's what they found with these these uh, salamanders essentially uh, is that they don't tend to move around a lot. Uh, in fact, a lot of the ones that they saw, uh, they would move a maximum of maybe 10 meters away from their original position. But there was one individual salamander, one Olm, that they looked at and they're like, I don't think this creature has moved in seven years. What? what? Seven years. Sorry, carry on. And they were thinking maybe, maybe it just like comes back to the same position you know, every time, maybe it's like, you know, this is my spot, you know, this is, this is, this is mine. Um, but the fact is that you can't get that much food when you're in this underwater cave. Uh, why would you expend this energy to move away when you know that in this spot that you have, you're going to be able to get enough food, um, you know, even if you don't move around. So basically this thing, <laughs> this individual Olm has basically gone, you know what, here, it's, it's good enough. I don't have to move. So, I'm not going to. And uh, yeah, that's how they figured out that this creature is probably just the world's biggest couch potato and hasn't moved <laughs> from a spot in seven whole damn years. So, uh, you know, this is practice for y'all when you're ready to go into your self-isolation and you're thinking, you know what, 14 days, holy moly, what am I gonna do? Just take a lesson from the Olm, surround yourself by the food that you need to eat and, you know, some entertainment and that kind of stuff, but realistically, it's fine. You can, you've got seven years if you need to. <laughs> nice. That's good. That was well under, good. That, that was under five minutes. And that made that. that made all the sense that in the made, world. Yeah, that was good. You already get one point, Helen. Congratulations. You've Thank got you. it. I'm so, you. so proud of you. Um, Mitch, do you have a question? 
Oh, do you want me to? I, do you want to think of it? No, I'm good. Oh, so, no, like okay. a salamander-like creature. I'm just curious. Like, what what does an orm look like? If I want to see one of these. Okay, so do you know what salamanders look like? Vaguely. Okay, so imagine like a lizard. Yeah. Now make it smooth. Cool. Take out all the colors. Now white. Yeah. It also has no eyes. Okay. Like smooth as well. Right. Make the arms like a little bit more noodly. Yeah. And like stretch out the body just like a little bit. Okay. So imagine like a really small. So have you seen the Neverending Story? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Falcor. Falcor. Now okay. Imagine yeah. Falcor. Hello. Something's happening. No eyes. Yeah. Something's happening. No nostrils. Yeah. No hair. Sorry, Falcor. Way smaller. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that's cake. amazing. I uh, double points. Double points. I. I guess we're the hosts, aren't we? Yeah, go yeah, on. Yeah, we can do that. Double points. Double no, because that was that very, question. that was very good. Double I was gonna, point. I was gonna be like, that's very good describing. That's my, you know, magic word. I don't know. Okay. What's um, your question, Henry? My question. Speaking of these old mate, old mates. Um, oh, how long did you have that up your sleeve? Just a few minutes. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I wrote it down. It's that. It's, it's it's that phrase and the question I have to ask. That's all I've written down. Um, he literally has. Literally, that's he it. He literally has written um, that down. I just checked. So, this, the glow sticks, just green? That's my question. <laughs> no. Oh, man. That's my answer. You have nothing more to give me on that? Well, I mean, like, you've seen glow sticks that are green, yeah? Yes. And you've seen glow sticks that are other colors? Okay. Yeah? Yes. Quite, you just answered your own question. No, but are you, are you definitively certain that they didn't just use green glow sticks? <laughs> <laughs> they had to put glow sticks in the ohms, right? Oh no, uh, they put an injectable liquid. And but that had the same. Glow I don't stick. know if it was co- like what color it was, uh, but it's usually uh, I don't I don't know I don't actually they didn't actually list what color it was. Oh. Okay. Uh, but they did inject them with different patterns of bioluminescent okay. liquid. That's not bad. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, cool. Wow, that's not bad. The, for the first time ever in Science on the Influence history, someone got four points in a three-point... That's incredible. <laughs> Look at that. That's three-point round. I that's the best. Three point Honestly, I'm surprised. Four-point play. I'm really surprised at this. <laughs> no, you, you, you got it. You, you got, got it. it. So Mitch. here's mine, yeah? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Let me paint you a picture, Is this going to be a really sad story? No, it's not. Good. <laughs> Shut up, Henry. No, no, because last, so, last month... Last month was you and Dan. Dan was Dan bushfire deaths and coronavirus on both sides of me, and I had to just casually do not. Oh, that, this one's a very know, cheery but... story. Okay. All right. Okay. My tea ducks are ready. He's lent. <laughs> he's lent back. He's doing this weird like I'm a dad about to tell a story. It's like Have you good old the days. Start the time. The timer has begun in my head. Okay. <laughs> so here's the tea. <laughs> Crabs get stressed. Sorry to break it to you like this. That's Same. it, all right? Same. That's, Same. that's every day. That's real yeah, yeah, yeah. Every day. Man. What a vibe. So, Rocky Shore crabs, Carcinus Minus to their friends, yeah. They generally, they'll change color in response to being eaten a lot, for, instance, for example, right? So, they can, but it's quite a costly process biologically. It requires hormonal transcription, and then they change color, and then they're able to hide in their surroundings a little bit better. But here is the rub. So, Carcinus Minus, sitting on the shore or in the rocks. Shut up, Henry. <laughs> now, they're in these kind of shoreland areas. But all these cruise ships, right? Cargo tankers. 
and other ships. No, <laughs> oil tankers, right? Oil tankers, yeah, amazing. So they're all going through these straits, and now if you're underwater, I don't know if you've been underwater. <laughs> I have. It's, it's it's loud. Yeah. If there's something loud underwater, and you're underwater, it's really can loud. You're allowed to swear now, by the way. Oh, okay, cool. So it's really fucking loud. <laughs> so you're underwater and there's like an oil tanker. Unbelievable. And if you're a crab, that's fucking terrifying. I can't focus on changing fucking colour. I'm getting eaten. This is shit. And that's what's happening. Like crabs are too stressed to change colour effectively. So Emily, as we all know, right? Emily, not, no, not the Emily here, but Emily... Emily Carl from the University of Exeter. Yeah, so she she did this research study where she got crabs in tanks. Don't stop laughing. She got crabs in tanks in these white like little aquaria, if you will, and she played them ship sounds for eight weeks. Oil tanker, right? Cruise ship, container ship, and then quite loud, right? But then as a control group, she had other tanks. Containing the same cussiness mean as crabs, and she played them natural water sounds, like Spotify relaxation playlist, at the same volume. And those crabs changed colour okay. They're alright. Water sounds, no worries. Ship sounds, fuck off. They were not and the thing is, bro, this has massive ramifications. I don't know if you or Katie Perry taught us. Yeah. Have you ever felt like a plastic bag? <laughs> blowing in the wind right I want you to ask yourself have you ever felt like a stressed crab on a shipping route because that's the real that's the question this paper sought to answer and if you feel like you can't focus enough to do your work go about your day to day life it's a bit too noisy you know these crabs they've done that study the ramifications for marine organisms are huge can you imagine a little bit of shush for the crabs I think that's what we're asking for so Emily Clark, <laughs> Emily Clark, University of Exeter, has put it together. So these crabs, they're camouflage cactus. They're getting eaten. What? Record numbers. Ships too loud. Crabs fucked. What a world. Let's all get a bit of shush. The crabs. I'm available for questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good. So you said that, you know, uh, all right, crap, wow. stress. Oh, hang on. Did he make sense? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sense. yeah, like for the, for the most part. It got a bit weird for a bit. There. For the most part. Got so, a bit weird, but we're First of all, I'd like to point out that um, crabs, two their friends, that these Carcinus minus. Uh, yeah. Carmine to their friends, their real friends. Mm. Cool, yeah. Carmine, nice. yeah. Carmine to their real friends. Yeah. Uh, so you know they're they're real stressed. Uh, their their shape, like their color changing ability, cactus that kind of thing. What kind of cactus? Oh, what kind of cactus? Those little ones that look like rocks. Those are my favorite. Lithops. <laughs> Lithops. That's it. <laughs> That's not my question. Oh. <laughs> so you said that they played these ships chat, noises uh, at. Like so, when they're playing the ship sounds and also these controlled water sounds, yeah. did they actually try playing the ship noises at a lower volume? No, no. Which means they should choke the whole study. No, <laughs> but they they did. I appreciated the fact that in control, they had one group where they played water sounds at the same volume as they would be typically ambient for a crab, right? 
Yeah, than I think... another group where they played them as loud as a ship. Yeah. But I'm just wondering, okay, so if they didn't, because I think what would be a cool follow-up study is if they played ship noises but at a lower volume. Absolutely. So then if they were able to somehow muffle or reduce the sound yeah. of the ships going through the water, would that also affect uh, the crab's color-changing ability? Uh, can I ask another question? Mm, is that only one like, question? Like, do you give him that point? Like, are you happy with that answer? Because like, I reckon that, I'd love to see that follow-up study. Is, know, is it, is it modernity? Or is it amplitude? Because the question you've chosen is the answer, is the point deciding question. <laughs> you can ask him the same question, but it'll, it'll be no point ramifications. You know what? I'm fine. Yep. Yeah? Alright. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Okay, cool. Satisfied. <laughs> Back in the crowd. Alright. I have a question. Here we go. Let's talk about these Katy Perry loving, unglad. Oh, I love Katy Perry. Crabs aren't aware. Alright. Leave crabs out. <laughs> Let's talk about these Katy Perry unawaring, unglad. Crab lads. I'm glad crab. <laughs> <laughs> so how long, how long did that good. one take you? That's been there for a while now. A little while, yeah. yeah. I'm glad crab lad. Here's the question. What colour did these crabs change from and into? From the colour of a crab to the colour of the now rocks that, around a, them. That's like a pretty shit answer though. What colour are these crabs to begin with? No, they're, they're sort of like a... To begin with, yes. they're quite pale. Got to be a bit pale to bluish. Pale to bluish, right? okay. And then when they change colour, yes. which again, the hormonal process, I'd love to be able to do it. Fantastic. You imagine, fake tan industry, sorry guys, but everyone else, what fun. Okay. <laughs> Upregulate those hormones. Okay. Ladies and gents, I am blue. It is June, here I go. I, that would be amazing. That, he didn't answer the question, did he? he didn't, no, 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 he's like, here's the clinical answer. The clinical what? answer is they start out as quite pale and bluish. Okay. And then they go okay. quite dark and browny green. I don't, I, don't oh, actually, I don't believe that anymore, man. Did you actually explain why they change colour? Hormonal upregulation. Yeah, but why? Oh, to avoid predation. You know the song. Hormonal upregulation. <laughs> To avoid predation. <laughs> Don't get eaten. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a point. I'm not happy about it, but you can have one. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what? Right, what's yours? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a point. I'll yeah. give you a pity point. Yes. Okay. So, you know it's a slow science... Okay. I've started the timer. Okay, sure. Um, I was going to say it's a slow science news month, but that's not true at all. That's no idea true. That's, that's yeah. false. Uh, take a shot. Yes. <laughs> I had two stories. <laughs> I picked the crabs at the last minute. Nice. But like, I, I, I think it's a really nice showing that we're kind of trying to go away from any of the doom and gloom with this tonight. Because you guys have gone with animal stories. I have also gone with animal stories. Because animals are fucking Yeah, great. we've all gone with animal stories. Animals are great. Animals are the fucking best. I even go with the weirdest stories that I came across, yeah. so you're welcome. That's it. The New Zealand key bird. Key Kia. spelled K-E-A. Kia. 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 It's a Kia. What? It's Kia. It's Kia. It's Kia. It's Kia. What did I say? It's pronounced key. You said key. Did I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The New Zealand it's a, Kia it's a true, bird. True syllable. The New Zealand. Kia. The New Kia. Zealand two-syllable bird. Kia. The New Zealand Kia bird. Get this. It can understand probability. Yeah. Let's just let that settle for a bit. All right. Yeah. So for those that don't know, Kias are these large parrots. They're found uh, in forested and alpine regions of the South Island of New Zealand. They're mostly olive green. Got some nice orange under their wings. And they're very explorative, because they have no food in the alpine regions. Now, it turns out these birds might be the first non-human animal besides apes to actually have the ability to understand probability. And they also display domain general intelligence. 
What is that? I hear you ask quietly to yourselves. Mm. Well, I did in my head. <laughs> yes, it's when you combine different sources of information to make judgments. So, think about you're playing a game of poker. You are thinking about what the other person has, both in terms of what you have in your hand and also their facial expressions to a right. certain extent, right? So, yeah. up until this point, humans, apes could do that. That's it. But then they did the study with the key of birds and things have happened, right? This was published in uh, Nature Communications. Oh! Yeah, oh, and it was headed by Amalia Bastos, who's a PhD student at the University of Auckland. Uh, Anya Amalia. Yeah, Anya Amalia. She did good, right? Now, three different experiments for this, but there was a bit of prep first. The key of birds, they, they, there were two different jars, one with black tokens and one with orange tokens, and they were taught that the black tokens could be exchanged for a food reward. Uh, and so they had two different jars, and the researcher would pull a token out of a jar with a closed hand. The key would tap the one they thought had the reward. All well and good. They did three experiments. First one. The first one had three scenarios. One jar had more black tokens, or the same amount of black tokens in both, or one jar had more orange... Oh, uh, sorry. Let me try that again. The first jar Take had... The first jar had more black tokens in one. The second jar had uh, the second experiment had the same amount of black in both, but one had more orange. And the third set had the same amount of orange in both, but one had more black. Right. Right. And the keepers successfully, continuously went for the one with a higher probability each time, which was really cool. Mm. Second experiment, they had a barrier in the middle of the jars, and there were different proportions of black and orange ones distributed above the barrier, but the same amount was actually in both. And the birds actually pick the jar with more black tokens above the barrier because it looked like there were more black tokens in there as well which is right. really cool right. in the third experiment they were asked to choose between two different researchers who would choose tokens but before the experiment they would make it obvious that excuse me that one of the researchers would always choose a black token no matter how small the probability of the black tokens were and the keepers would more often than not choose the person who would always choose the black tokens which is pretty neat and all these experiments have led to certain intelligence conclusions. This is a huge implication for science as a whole, right? Because up until this point... Fuck, has someone told science this? Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, ring him. <laughs> up, up until this point, uh, domain general intelligence, right? I thought yeah. it could only be a thing between yeah. humans and apes. Yeah. And also birds have a very different brain structure and birds tend to have a physically smaller brain too. So the fact birds that- Birds are smart though. Yeah. You've got a minute left. But, but the, birds fact, are smart. the fact that they can get there is something else, right? And this other scientist, uh, Kaplan, who was an emeritus professor of animal behavior at the University of New England, right. she says it checks out. Uh, she <laughs> said, she backs this. Citation, give me uh, citation of that, please. <laughs> um, Kias have been found to be very good problem solvers, and because they are often living in places which are so hard to find food, they've developed a sense of care. They defend and consult each other. This has been found and uh, Kaplan thinks that this group living has just led to this increased cognitive ability, which has led to all this extra stuff. And this is a direct quote from her, because in order to communicate, you've got to have that cognitive ability. Wow. Yeah. What a catchphrase. That's it. That's my five minutes. That's, that's a bumper. Questions. Thank you. You were 10 seconds shy. That's great. All right. Yeah. I think that was pretty clear. I was actually, I got really confused. What? Uh, in terms of actually explaining Shall the experiment. <laughs> with the, in terms of the tokens and that kind of stuff. So what I've concluded is, is that IKEA is more intelligent than I am. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it first. Uh, so, hold on. Did, were they getting a reward with the tokens or something? Yeah, so if they chose, a, if they got a black token, they could be exchanged for a food reward. 
Understood. Yep. So, yep. so, hold on. so wait, were the, the jars like, so one was like separate or like, like mixed up? Like the jar, the, the orange, the black cherries, different mixed experiments. Up? There were three different experiments and they all had different sub scenarios in them. So they'll need to be a bit more specific with which jar. I'm so confused. <laughs> that could be the surgery. You, you can redact your point. You can, you can get a cheeky half point for this one. I think I got confused in okay. the explanation. Ooh. Did you all get right. it, Mitch? I'm not oh. sure anymore. Oh no, what, what is going on? I, I do want to say, so I, I got the point that uh, keys are like, they display the fact that they can, uh, you know, weigh up probabilities and mm -hmm. that kind of thing in different scenarios, yeah. which is really fucking cool. Yes. Um, however, like the details of the experiment, that's where I got confused. Sure. Do you want to hear it again? Just uh, no, 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 I'm happy to dock points. I'm happy to dock points. That's it, you've been dock points and here's the rub. What? I'm giving my question to the audience. This has never been a good idea. Any, any, no, it's a great idea. This is historically soft. No, 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 it's fine. It's been fantastic. So anybody from the people joining us who would care to ask a question about Kia? <sighs> Go for it. You've got these three different kind of sub experiments done within here. How were those chosen? How did you decide this is a good experiment to do? This is a good one to do. This is a good one to do. Great question. So for, in case the mic was too far away, the question was, why were the experiments chosen the way they were? There was, in the article, there was no distinct explanation as to why they were chosen, but looking at the experiments themselves, it makes a bit of sense, right? They, each experiment covered a different factor of probability and each experiment had in itself a controlled variable and then different variables to work from. Um, I wish I could be of more help to that question, but <laughs> that's my answer. I'm happy to cop half a point for that, but on the basis that it sure. wasn't actually in the article, right? Yeah, no. I can take half of that. All right. Helen, do you have a question for me? I did. You did? Uh, so, my yes. question is, have they done this experiment with other parrots? Um, if they have, it has not had the same results. Because this seems to be one that is pretty groundbreaking in terms of what the implications have led to. Because there are thoughts that this could be used for AI development, right? Because up until this point, the uh, AI has mostly been developed using humans and with apes and with yeah. just mammalia brains, I guess. And now they're like, could we do an alternative with birds? Because I would this? love, to, yeah, because I would love to see this because parrots are, are famous for uh, being really, really smart. Uh, for example, you know, the African grey parrot is one of the most like linguistically capable ones. Like there have been reports of some African grey parrots learning, you know, hundreds and hundreds of words and being able to carry conversations. And then of course you've got other birds, uh, say for example, corvids, again, also very famous for uh, their intelligence, being able to communicate things um, and also like across generations. So I would love to see this experiment um, repeated through other species to see if it's repeatable oh, um, or if this is like unique to the kids. Yeah. Which, yeah, they're smart. Also, assholes. Okay. Assholes. Okay. I don't know if any of you have met Kias before. Okay. Uh, but like, if you go to New Zealand, you know, they will tell you. They'll that, like, tell you car apart. They'll, they'll tell you. Yeah. They will tear your car. Yeah, they're like, you know, they're like, you know, uh, bring spare windscreen wiper guards because they will like just pick them off and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they're really, really cool. They love birds. wiper rubber. Who doesn't? But yeah, but, <laughs> I'm eating it. But yeah, they can apparently be just like just just cheeky little bastards. Fair enough. Um, am I getting a point for that or half a point for that? I'm gonna give you half a point for the explanation. Okay. Uh, because whilst we got the you know the point, the fact that they are able to get probability 
Um, I feel like the explanation got muddled, um, especially with all the extra detail about the experimentation, and that's why I got really confused and bogged down. Okay. Um, and thought that, um, you know, that was like extra detail. Probably, you know, could have cut it out, but it's okay. Um, but because I got confused, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you half points. That's okay. No, one and a half. Look at that. that. That's not bad. That. I'll take that. I'll take that. Where are we at? Oh, at the end of that, Mitch, you've broken even. Congratulations. Whoa. You're sitting on zero points. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's done it. He's done Wait it. He's done it. He's done it. I'm on negative 0.5 at this rate, and Helen is in the lead easily with four Ooh. points. Look at that. Yeah. There's going to be conspiracy Crush. theories that we're just letting our guests win after this evening, I think. No, we're just bad. We, we, we just say, that's it. We just suck, right? That's all you it is. You can keep letting me win. Um, that's fine. I'm, I'm fine with that. Wonderful. Wacky words. <laughs> yes? Yeah. So that's wacky more. words, right? Each contestant must state... Mm -hmm. Four words. Okay. One of which needs to be mm -hmm. total bullshit. Mm. And the other people need to guess which one that is. What a premise. But here's the twist. Right? Twist. Hot twist for this okay. episode. We can just throw it at the audience and say, which one do you think was, was made up? We don't have to go with Cop their... Out! We're not 100% sure. <laughs> we, we, we don't have to go with their answers. We don't have to go with their answers. Kind of like a call a friend no. situation. No, yeah, it's a, it's a phone a friend situation. And every time someone... Guess is the correct word of yours, yep. they get three points. Three points. Cool. I remember that. Is that right? That yeah, sounds right. I think that's Go right. on. All right, cool. Yeah, fuck it. Go the on. Hell? You say all of your words in one take. Sure. Yep. Note that we may ask you at some point to spell them, but we also may not. Good thing I wrote them down. Great. <laughs> all right, you ready? We're ready. Okay. Number one, mm -hmm. endocarp. Number two, endometric. Number three, Endosperm. Number four, endothelial. Please spell the last one. E-N-D-O-T-H-E-L-I-A-L. Say it? Endothelial. endothelial. So I know, oh. I, know, I know which one. Okay. But what I want to let you figure one? it out. No, I know which one. I've been around. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've been around. Okay, I've been around this the guy. Space. This guy. Endo He's prefix. Like oh, I know which one. I'll spend some time. You went on wiki hole? Can you please say them all again? Wiki hole. <laughs> that should have been one of the words. All right. Number one, endocarp. Number two, endometric. Number three, endosperm. Number four, endothelial. <sighs> okay, see, part of me thinks it's endosperm because of how, like, simple the second half of the word is, <clears throat> right? Mm, compared you can to add the rest sperm of to it. anything. Right. Um, what do you think, member of the audience, I'm gesturing to? Uh, Please don't add sperm to this. <laughs> I think endocarp doesn't sound real. Helen, please spell endocarp. E N D O C A R P. Endocarp. Hmm. Mm. Carp. I'm not so serious. Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna commit to endosperm, Mitch. I'm going to commit to endocarp. Shit. Watch I've me been be had. wrong though. What the me. audience, I should the audience, shouldn't I? Watch me bugger this up. Helen? Go! The incorrect word okay, is. Go. Endometric. Oh! oh. That one was made up. Shit. Okay. All the other ones are. What's real. endocarp? So the endocarp is uh, part of a 
I'm just going to definitely not Google this <laughs> right now because I can't I remember. I thought it was going to be like endometriosis. So basically, that, like, it's no. So it's part of like it's it's part of it's a botanical term, right? Um, and it's like part of the the seed, and it's like the inside most like part of it. So huh. uh, it's like the the woody part of like um like the stone or the peach or something. It's the innermost like layer right. of a seed of a fruit. There you I'll go. Pop it. That's not yeah, bad. Fair enough. Yeah, endosperm is like the inside of a seed, uh, which is, um, say, for example, you know, like corn, like on the very inside of that, like the yeah. the part that you eat. Mm. Um, and endothelial is to do with human. Like, I want to say like tissues, um, tissues and that kind of thing. Yep, yep. So it's like the cells that line like the blood vessels and, and that kind of thing. Um, endometric. You know, it sounds kind of like legit because of the word metric. It really and does. And everything else it is kind of like, you're like, oh, cool. They got us. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, not so bad. you're welcome. I decided to go, I, I decided to go kind of tricksy with it. That's good. Um, and you good. definitely you fell us. for it. That wasn't bad at all. Good. You got both of us. Mitch, you're up. Watch me fail the next one. Right, here we go. So I've gone traditional with mine. Latin. Oh. I've got old school prefixes, old school suffixes, everyone's favorite conjunctions. Atavism. Atavism. Yep. Good. Rextrum. Rextrum. Vitiate. Say it again. Vitiate. 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 Right. Vitiate. No, no, hang on. We need the real pronunciation here. What is it? Real pronunciation would be Vitiate. Vitiate? All right. As opposed to Vitinine. That's it. Exactly. And Panglossian. Oh. It's annoying because they're not even funny. Are we allowed to, are we allowed <laughs> to ask... It's just four shit words, are we which isn't real. Are allowed <laughs> to ask you to use them in sentences? That's the jingle here. No, That's the new jingle. Okay, it's so, okay, so the first shit one was words, atavism. Which isn't real. We, 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 we could ask him to spell Atavism. Atavism. Yep. At, no, I said that wrong. Did I say and that wrong? No, you're fine. Atavism. Sorry, can you repeat all the words, please? So atavism. Rextrum. Rextrum. Vitiate. Panglossian. Panglossian? Panglossian? No, Panglossian. It's a word. What's the second word again? Rextrum. Re- see, Rextrum sounds like something it's Can you spell that, please? simple. R-E-X. T-I-U-N. How often is the prefix Rex in existence in the English language? It means king in Latin, doesn't it? Yes. Like Tyrannosaurus Rex. No, you're right, yeah. But how often is it used as a prefix? I don't know Latin. It's a dead language. No, okay, fair. <laughs> I can, can you think of any other words that start with Rex? That don't end with Rex? Yeah, Rextrant. Rextrant? <laughs> oh, yeah. What a brilliant Rex. Oh, Helen, no. Um, okay. This is... Wow, this is difficult. Do you want to ask the audience? VT8 Panglossian? Wait, sorry, what was that last one again? That was it. Panglossian? Pan- yeah, yeah. Panglossian? You got it. Do you want to ask the audience? Because I... Cause I'm audience, a- what do you reckon? We think Vitiate. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, judging, by Mitch's, judging by Mitch's face, I now think Vitiate even more. <laughs> I still think it's Rextrum. I don't know why. I'm going to say it's Panglossian. Okay. Panglossian or Panglossian? I think it's Panglossian. He, he, he Panglossian. Oh no. Okay. 
Okay, I'm sticking with Rexstrom. You think Rexstrom? Because my favourite pang word is pangolin, right? Pangolin's like, a fucking great, word. most trafficked animal in the world. My favourite pang word is pangolin. It's a good time. There you go. Yeah. What's your favourite Yeah, my favourite pang word is uh, the French pan, which means bread. Good. Hey. There you go. There um, yeah, I'm sticking with Rexstrom because I just I just don't know that many words start with the Rex prefix rather than the Rex suffix. I'm gonna say Pangolossian. All right, Mitch. Cool. So Henry won. Nice, um, did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, Pangolossian means overly optimistic. I was Pangolossian about my choice of Pangolossian. <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. But atavism is like a uh, disproportionate desire to return to the past. And uh, Rexstrom is bullshit, and hey. Vitiate is to try and bring down from within, like an untoward consequence. Hail Caesar. Like you could say that your desire Hail to Caesar. hold an F1 uh, Grand Prix was vitiated by coronavirus. There you go. Yeah. Very topical. Very good. Yeah. All right, do, I, do I take a shot for that? No, you don't. You can, I was you, you can if you want. I, was, go on. I was just ready to go take on, have a shot. shot. This we're not going to stop you having the shot. Yeah, I think you, have the, yeah, yeah. I think, I think I should stop me from having that shot. The audience would love to be pressuring into having that shot, right, audience? I think you should have a shot. I think you should definitely have a shot. All right, four words. Here we go. I have four words for you. Okay, listening. Okay. Shh, everyone listen. these words. It's just you, Mitch. Which one's your fake word? My fake word <laughs> is discussion. No, sorry, wrong part of my iPad. Um, here are the four words. Hybristrophilia. Ovovo, sorry, <laughs> let me get this one right. Ovoviviparity. Yeah. That one's definitely real. That's real. Polydon. Sepulture. Oh yeah. There's your, there's, there's your four. I'll say them again. Hybristrophilia. Yep. Ovoviviparity. Okay. Polydon. Mm. Sepulture. What's the first one again, sorry? Hybristrophilia. <laughs> sorry, hybristophilia. Mm-hmm. And the third one? The third one was polydon. The second one was oviviparity. How do you spell the third one, please? I didn't ask you for the second one. Sorry, Helen. <laughs> <laughs> how, do spell, how do you spell that third one, please? The way it sounds. Helen just earned P-O-L-Y D-U-N-G. Get it. Polydon. And the last word is sepulture. Polydon. Polydon. D-U-N-G? D-U-N-G. Many dung. Nah. I'm voting nut on polydon. What was that last sub, sub, sub what? You're not, not going to throw to your audience your favourite your favourite auxiliary move? Yeah, that's true. What do you reckon? Do you repeat the words, please? <laughs> <laughs> the it's words are... Over-vivipari. Over, 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 what? Over-vivipari. Yeah, I said it. Over-vivipari. 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 Shut up, Henry. And sepulchre. What? Sepulchre. That was not what was said. That was not what was said. He said sepulchre. Sepulchre. Yeah, but it's sepulchre. How do you spell that? Yeah. Is it actually? Yeah, yeah. How do you spell it? Depends how I spell it, doesn't it? S-E-P-U-L-C-H-E-R. Yeah, he's right. Sepulchre. Yeah, sepulchre. 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 It's where you put sepals. And the first word was... Hybristophilia. 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 Can you spell it, please? H-Y-B-R-I-S-T-O-P-H-I-L-I-A. And bingo was his name... <laughs> what do you reckon? Um, hybristophilia. Yeah. Ooh. Cause, cause All right, I'll change my answer. Oh shit! 
Shakara. Hybristophilia. Polydon. Polydon. You're coming in, Polydon. You're going with Hybristophilia. Split decision. The incorrect word you had right to begin with oh. is Polydon. Oh. Yes. Many, many poops. Yes. Because he, he, he was I hate bullshitting. the audience. He was bullshitting. He was bullshitting. Helen He's gets that plus three points. Mitch does not. Um, Hybristophilia hi, is a sexual attraction to those who have committed the worst sort of crimes. Damn. Really? Yeah. Boom. Look at that. That's got a word. There it is. Of course that's of got, course it's got, got a word. Of course it's got a word. It's like, you know those people who write fan mail to serial killers? Yep. That's it. Hybristophilia. Yeah. Oviviparity is a mode of reproduction in animals in which embryos that develop inside eggs remain inside the mother's body until they're ready to hatch. <sighs> I knew that one. There you go. <laughs> It's good. It's good. And sepulchre, which I even which I pronounced wrong. What was it? Sepulchre. 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 Sepulchre is a small. Words that I've read but don't know how to pronounce. That's it, right? A small room or monument cut in rock or built of stone in which a dead person is laid or buried, like my house. Fabulous. And <laughs> Polydon does not make any sense. Don't come looking unless you're a hybristophiliac. Henry's lonely. That's it. Send him some email. There you go. You can visit him in his sepulchre. Science under the influence at gmail.com. Facebook page, science under the influence. Twitter like, yeah. at SUI podcast. Look him up on Tinder. No, that's not going that far, but. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, Henry under the influence at Tinder. I don't have a Tinder profile. Yeah, that's Clearly. how that works. That's, that's how that works. Oh, that's how it works? Yeah. Nice. All right. And at the end of that, Mitch, you're still on zero. You've broken even, though. Fantastic. Congratulations. Yep. I am now sitting at plus 2.5. And no. Helen is roaring ahead at plus seven points. Oh. Look at that. As we head into the final round. Woo! And that brings us to the final segment of the evening. Sigh Lies. Sigh Lies. We've all prepared a story from any time in scientific history which is absolutely false or with a singular statement summarizes its entirety, right? Yeah. Now, after we say the one line summary, the other two contestants must actually work together for the next bit. They must work together, come up with two questions they want to ask as one group and the person must ask, answer the two questions as much as they possibly can. This is important to stress, right? So if the person had, say, a true story, but couldn't find anything on the certain question that was asked, they just have to say, I couldn't find anything. Mm. But if that person has a lot on a question that is asked, they have to give everything they have on the mm. question that is asked. Make sense? If it's a fake statement, well, do what you gotta. Uh, at the end, both, both other parties have to agree on whether or not the story is true or false, and they get two points if they are correct, each. Gotcha. Helen, want to kick us off? Okay. Okay. So, it's a statement, right? Yeah, one statement, as long as it needs to be, or as short as it needs to be, to summarize the story. Ants have been shown to have some level of self-awareness because scientists have conducted tests that show that ants recognize themselves in mirrors. It was one sentence. It was a long one, but it was. Want me to make it shorter? No, it's okay. We got, we, 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 we got the point of it. Uh, Ants seem to recognize themselves because mirrors do the thing. Okay. That's exactly what I said. Yeah, that's it. Word for word. Um, what do you think about this? Just, a just, just, just to begin with, Mitch, what are your thoughts on this? I'm going to say no. Okay, but did you want to ask some questions first? Before? Yeah, I do. Because, um, like, my, kind, my first thought is, if this is true... And even if it's false, she's going to have to go in. They're going to have to go into this a lot. Yeah. yeah. If we ask them, yeah, tell us more about the experiment. All right. So here's this. my first question. Right. What kind of ant? 
That's a shit question, Mitch. It's a great question. No. No, it's a great question. All right. That's the first question, apparently. I don't remember what species of ant. All right. That's a good question. Was it? That's a great question. All right. Here's the first thing I want to know. Which ants can recognize themselves in mirrors, Henry? That's an important (laughs) fucking question. What's your dumb (laughs) question? Here's my question. Assuming an experiment was done for this, can you tell us any more about the experiment itself? Yeah, so with the... Boom! Good question! Um, What the scientists did is that they uh, put a spot of paint on the ants and then they watched them and they put a mirror in front of it uh, and they would watch to see what the ants would do. The ants, if they, you know, stopped and looked at themselves and sort of tried to, you know, reposition their bodies. Um, and they noticed that the ants tried to clean off the paint off their bodies, which usually is a sign that they go, oh, that's me. I need to get this paint off of myself because they recognize that it's themselves. Oh, man. Ask me I have so many follow qu- follow-up questions. Ask me about it. It really would have been Ask nice if I had a second question to work on. No, no, that's um, not a second question. <laughs> hey, Mitch. Yeah. I'm going to ask you about it. So, the only things that can really recognize themselves in mirrors, right? Okay. The list isn't long. Okay. Yeah. But on the list, guess what's not there? Ants? Yeah, that's not What there. is on the list? <laughs> Toddlers. <laughs> right? Okay. Dolphins. Okay. Yeah, don't like them. Okay. But we'll, we'll go there. Okay. Yeah. Great apes. Okay. Yeah. Not, not old world primates. Not medium apes. No, not medium apes. Old great ones. But not ants. What about? I noticed that you didn't. You didn't say like anyone. Oh, people than four. can. Obviously, okay. Yeah. Cool. Know, just just making sure. Yeah, just making sure. But we're we're like <coughs> we're primates. All right. Well, you seem more confident about this than anything else you've had. Been I'm for so the, keen for the, to for be the wrong, last like. Though, it would be amazing if I was wrong because if ants are cleaning themselves in response to like. They're the next influencers. That's what I'm expecting. Okay, cool. Right. Well, I'm going to... You seem confident about this more so than anything else this last, like, hour and a half. So, all right. I'll back you on this. We both think this is a fake story. Helen. Guess what? What? It's true. Oh, Whoa. Got him. No way. What? Yep. Ants. So, yeah, the researchers put a spot... They did put a spot of paint on them, and they noticed that the ants would stop and try to clean it off themselves. That's incredible. That's amazing. Where did they do this research? I should have asked that the first time. Yeah, rather than what ants? God, come on, Mitch. (laughs) You know what? I'm trying to find like a a good source of it. And I'm wondering if now I've also duped myself. Is it BuzzFeed Laboratories? (laughs) Uh, Honestly, I just kind of did a cursory Google test, like Google, like search for it. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, yeah. What are we going to say? What are we going to say? What are we going to do? Why don't we just like... Why don't we leave it where it is? Just leave it where it is. If there, if there is a link, we'll post a link for it. Post a link? During the, 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 yeah. the, the, the publication yeah. of this, publishing of this podcast. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, either way, we'll, we'll sit where we are right now. Okay. I mean, we're, 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 we're like not close enough that this will matter. So That's let's just true. give ourselves so both one point each. Here's mine, right? We'll give ourselves one point each. One point each. And we'll keep going. Done. Done. But here's mine. This game has rules. <laughs> Great. Milan's Sacco Hospital Infectious Diseases Department Chief Massimo Gali warns of newly observed coronavirus collapse syndrome. I can't believe he's putting the COVID-19 card on us. Because like anything he could say would be true at this point. Tom Hanks got coronavirus yesterday and it was the saddest day of my life. 
Correct. Yeah. See? I was pulling some some random. I was pulling some random thing where he like doesn't enunciate the right words for some reason in a sentence to make it sound like it's like two sentences. Hmm. Say it again. The facts in Say sentence. it again. Milan Sacco Hospitals Infectious Diseases Department Chief Massimo Gali warns of newly observed coronavirus collapse syndrome. Coronavirus Corona collapse syndrome. That, that, that's really the only part that's important here. Coronavirus collapse syndrome is this like... Is this Sounds a, made up. Should we ask him what is this? What like, are the you, symptoms of corona collapse syndrome? You collapse. There must be more than this. Yeah, no, really. Like, it's it's incidences of collapsing. You get... I'm going to call BS. Take a shot. We can't... A lack no, of, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> you get a lack of perfusion of your tissues because coronavirus is basically quite a nasty pneumonia. But what happens is you're not getting enough oxygen in through your lungs and you, in essence, faint. All right, what are your thoughts on this egg question being how do they figure this out? Or how do they find this existence? Are you okay with that? She's in deep thought again. I'm thinking. This isn't just silence. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> Sorry. The thinking Radio face is silence. on. Yeah. The thinking, the thinking is, face is, is currently on. Uh, you know what? Go for it. All right. What led to this exact moment that the Milanian guy did the thing? So Milanese. Okay. Right. Milanese. Okay. So Italy's got pretty high infection rates with coronavirus. It's very true. They've, they've, right they've, now. they've caught it. They've, they've done the... Yep. So infectious disease chief has big been no saying... Big no deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone's locked down at the moment. But one of the things they were observing is that people were presenting not only with respiratory complaints, but also with fainting. So they weren't able to get enough oxygen to their brain or their tissues, and they would just black out. I'm wondering if that's just because like they're not breathing enough, therefore they're fainting. I reckon that's a fake headline. See, I think he's playing some 4D chess here, and he's wanting us to think it's fake and it's all of the media coverage of it, and it's actually just true. To I think with. it's fake. We have to agree on this. I think it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to budge, are you? Well, let's just say I've been following the news of this pretty much, uh, c- like, consistently. Okay. Does it change if I tell you that it was from January 2020? So this isn't recent. I'm still going to claim, I don't think so, because we would be hearing more about it if this was a thing, if people were still having this, uh, we would be definitely hearing more about this in the news, about these new symptoms, because, you know, people collapsing from this and the fact that, like, you know, coronavirus is so prevalent... Yeah, I'm gonna. Say right, that. Well, I'm gonna back your assurance on this after already backing Mitch's assurance on the previous one. And if you both wrong me, then I will know to never believe anyone again ever except my own opinions. <laughs> so, Mitch, we think this is completely false. Yeah, it is. Good. Boom! Did it. It is. But is- what's interesting is it was a really pervasive viral meme at the time. Is this the first time you've ever lied about this? Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. I, 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 yeah. no, I, I know you had you. That was good. It you had me for a really bit. Yeah. Legit, it really did. You did a good yeah, job. I was thinking you did a good about job. it, but yeah. I was like, mm. so Massimo Gali is real, and coronavirus collapse is real, but it's not a syndrome. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. There you go. Well, that wasn't bad. Yeah. Now, 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 I just don't know. You might just never lie again for another like five months, and then come at me with something else in half a year. <laughs> All right. What's your last one to take us home? Ready? Yeah. It's one single statement, and it's six words. Albert Einstein did not wear socks. 
True. Discuss. He was pretty lazy. He was super lazy. I mean, to the point where he was like, you know, messy desk and that kind of thing. And then he was the kind of person who would be like, you know what? Empty desk, empty mind. And I reckon that's the kind of excuse that someone makes for just like, you know, being lazy because I definitely use that excuse myself. <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm a genius on Albert Einstein level because I'm definitely not. But I feel like that's like the kind of galaxy brain thinking that Einstein would be doing. You guys have questions, by the way. <laughs> like, you can both ask me something. Did he... So when he was doing his thought experiments in the parks about time dilation and relativity, and he was walking between trees, okay, backwards and forwards, okay, was he was he wearing socks then? No. When did he stop wearing socks? Is that that's, that's a better question? That's a better question. When I'm gonna stop I'm, wearing I'm socks. I'm gonna answer that question instead. I've just let you into an intimate <laughs> little tickle of my mind where that question was formulated. Just when did out loud. when did he stop wearing socks? Yeah, from a really young age. From a really really young age. That's all I need to say, because that's the question you asked me. Okay, alright. Yeah. Helen. <sighs> alright. Okay. So, Helen. Albert Einstein Albert didn't Einstein. wear socks. No. Well, you don't know. <laughs> right? Well, that's what you've told me. That's what I've told you. Did he still wear shoes or did he go barefoot everywhere? Is that your question? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, basically, to quote the man himself, in one of his letters that was donated to the Hebrew University of Jerusalem Here we go. 20 years after Here Einstein's stepdaughter Margot's death, circa 2016, to quote the man himself, even on the most solemn occasions, I got away without wearing socks and hid the lack of civilization in high boots. <laughs> I want to be true. I want to be true. Nah, Einstein never wore high boots. I'm gonna say false. Well, you have to agree. Have you, agree. Have yeah. you seen, oh, man. Have you seen the picture of him on the beach with, like, the sexy legs? That's true, actually, yeah. You know what? Sexy legs Einstein. You swayed me. <laughs> you have swayed me. I just, I want this to be true. Sexy legs Einstein? Yeah, I want sexy, legs, true? I want sexy legs Einstein. Are you both agreeing on it being true? It's you I want to say it's true. Your yes. I believe that it's true. That's good. <laughs> It absolutely is. Albert Einstein did not wear <laughs> socks. He wrote about it to his second wife, Elsa, and about why he did not. The direct quote here is from his letters. When I was young, I found that the big toe always ends up making a hole in a sock. So I stopped wearing socks. <laughs> like I said, this is the kind of galaxy brain thinking that you need to come up with a theory of relativity. The thing is, if you look at photos of Einstein in sandals or whatever, or just without wearing shoes... I think we're now referring to him as Sexy Legs Einstein. Sorry! If you look at photos of Sexy Legs Einstein without shoes on... Correct, good. His big toe projects well beyond his second toe. So it makes sense, it checks out. This is a true story. Einstein didn't wear socks, and we are all better now knowing about this fact. I agree. So you see these, like, socks with Einstein's face in it? That's just a big fuck you to Einstein, That's right? bullshit. Didn't That's wear socks. Bullshit. Why are you putting his face on socks? Einstein ties? He no Einstein them. socks. No Einstein socks. Fuck Einstein socks. Yeah, agree. Fuck Einstein socks. And that brings us to the end of Science on the Influence, episode three. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. We're here. We made it. 
And looking at the scores themselves, Mitch, you are sitting on positive three points. Congratulations, you've broken even. Thank you very much. I am sitting on positive five and a half points because half points came into my scores for some half reason point. this evening. Half point. And, but, but Helen has run away with it on positive 11 points. Oh, she's done it, she's done it. She's taken away the prize. Helen, is there anything you, you want to say? You can't see it, but I'm flexing. Um, I don't have any muscles, but because this is a podcast, you can just imagine me just really, really ripped. The power flexing. of imagination is truly very important. Correct. Mitch, do you have anything to say before we call it off tonight? Uh, pretty good. I think people should check out our socials. We're on Twitter. What's oh, Twitter yes. Handle? We're on Twitter under the Twitter handle of SUI Podcast. I changed it because cool. being under at Science Under just didn't quite make sense. Yeah. We're also on Facebook, Science on the Influence Podcast. And on Spotify, on any good listening, podcast listening provider there is. And I think that brings us to the end of this month's podcast. Mitch and I would love, we'll, we'll love to thank Helen for joining us this oh, month. Absolutely. Thank you so much, thank Helen. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's thank been you so, so fun. Much. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, and also, I'm always happy to talk about weird science facts. So this has been a great time. Wonderful. For Helen, Mitch, and myself, I, my name is Henry. This has been Science and the Influence. And if we have not died from COVID-19 in approximately one month's time, we will see you in approximately one month's time. Have Thanks a good evening. Thanks to the audience as well. Thank you. Thanks to the audience as well. Woo! Catch you all soon.